What's up? What's up? This your boy Mark Curry from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. But you know what? Now I'm hanging with the homie Popo, politicking. You know how he do self help hip hop. That's right. Say that again. Say that fast. Self help hip hop. That's what. That's what's up. He representing San Diego, Oceanside, anything with a beach. He representing. That's right. He's trying to preserve hip hop culture. You know what I mean? I like that because we need to preserve it. Because pretty soon the youngsters ain't gonna even know what it. You know what's up you know what i mean he's also introducing future stars so get at him he got a podcast he's deep he's po po you know how you do it po po politician you spell that that's p p p how we feeling peace out uh popolitikin.com welcome back to popolitikin.com your home for self-help me hip-hop make sure you go on spotify and we're on apple music youtube Type in Pope Politics and listen to my interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, one place to be with Kev Robinson. How you doing, bro? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, back on. This is your um, second, second or third time on. Third. Number three, alumni on this motherfucker, man. Yeah, I would say you done dropped about five books since the last interview. <laughs> Shit, I dropped, I dropped two. Well, I got one. I got one out. Um, and then I have one, the what reason why I'm on, the G code. The okay. rules and regulations of the game that come out uh, Tuesday the twenty second. All right. So, so then I would say uh, I'll start that before we talk about that one. I know the one that you have out now is the, uh, the flipping phones. Yeah, flipping, uh, flipping phones, um, flipping phones, getting to a bag. Um, I actually put that on. Uh, I put that together because if you check, if you ain't ever checked out my podcast before, it's called Kevin Hates Hip Hop, and um, I've had it six years, six and a half years. And one thing that I always push is um, ways you can make money. You know what I'm saying? So specifically for cats from the hood who might not have uh, a trust fund to tap into or uh, rich uncle Richard who can get you 10 racks to start that whatever business. You know what I'm saying? So I always talk about little little businesses you can side. And I don't, I don't really like calling them side hustles because I feel like any side hustle can turn into a primary business. You know what I'm saying? Income, we call it that. exactly. It's just another asset. So, um, I, from my podcast, I always talk about you know different assets you can create uh, for less than a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? I've had multiple episodes on this. Different things you can start, and um, one of them that I picked up on a couple of years ago was flipping smartphones. So I created a ebook for it, um, flipping phones. You can check. You can tap into it at my Gumroad gumroad.com uh forward slash kev hates hip hop and you can tap into it and i have um a breakdown how you can make up to six hundred dollars a day flipping smartphones you know what i'm saying so um i put that out about about a month ago you know what i'm saying so it's really gonna show you like if, if you got about three four hundred dollars or 250 bucks and you want to learn how to flip you know flip that shit you know, smartphones, you can do it within a day. Like I said, like, um, I break down all the steps on how to source the phones, how to make sure they're not stolen. Because, you know, niggas be trying to sell, uh, sell you a stolen iPhone. It's a lot of different ways you can go about it. Um, and where you can sell them to. Now, a lot of times, cats are thinking, like, oh, you're going to tell me to sell it on eBay. No, 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 no. I got a distributor where all they do is they buy used technology and they pay you. You send them a PayPal invoice. And you tell them what you're sending them, and they pay you right there on the spot, and you ship the phone to them. And you know what I'm saying? It's like clockwork. 
So, so how much yeah, so is that book? That book is $47.99. So this is a legit business book. This ain't no get rich quick scheme. This is like for anybody, you know, if you got a, I would tell anybody, I actually had one of the homegirls I grew up with. Um, she, her son turned 12 years old and she hit me in the DMs on IG when I put the book out and uh, she gave him $300 cash and she bought the book. You know what I'm saying? And she got him flipping phones and shit. And this was like three weeks ago. And um, in the first week he made a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So it's a lot of good impactful information in there. And it's uh, like I said, it's recession proof because we're always going to, there's always going to be iPhones. They just going to keep evolving every year. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, uh, a business, that's one of the first uh, side hustle books I put out. I'm gonna put out a lot of different ones, but the main book I'm here for is the G Code, uh, the Rules and Regulations of the Game. That's the book that uh, I wanted to come on and talk to you about. You feel me? Let's go. So, what was the, I guess, the take us back to the genesis of the book? What made you come up with the book? So, uh, one of my most popular episodes, Kevin Hates Hip Hop, like I said, I talk a lot about. Every, my, my podcast is evergreen. So I got shit on business. I got shit on, um, like you said, you do self-help and hip hop on here. I pretty much do the same thing on my podcast. And um, I do a lot. I do one of my most popular, actually the most popular episode I ever did was one called The G-Code. Um, and I broke it down, this podcast, this episode into three different parts. And uh, basically I put this out, man, I put that episode out I think I'm almost 300 episodes in now. I think I'm on like 290 or some shit. But um, it was one of the first 50 episodes. It was the first year. You know what I'm saying? So this was, man, about five years ago. You know what I'm saying? And when I check the analytics, it does quadruple what the other episodes do. Like the other episodes do good, but the G-Code, that's the one everybody went to. So, and I had... This, this cat on my podcast, a young cat, uh, about 10 years younger than me. I'm about to be 36. This kid was probably about 24. He played in the NFL. And he was telling me how he got introduced to me based upon that episode and how he didn't have no older brother. He didn't have no nobody really put him up on game um, to, you know, because you can't be game goofy out this motherfucker. Like, it's been a lot of weird goofy shit going on in the last decade. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of cats didn't have that father figure or not even so much father figure, like a cool uncle or a cool uh, older brother. They weren't there to really give them the game. And the game, like I said, is more or less like the, the G and G code, depending on whatever lifestyle you live, the G can stand for gangster or gentleman, just like Styles P first album, gangster and a gentleman. And, you know, you got to have that Me, I always looked at life like you got to have that duality. And I've always had that where, you know, when I was younger, I was on some extra street shit, but I always tried to keep be smooth with it. I didn't want to be too hot. You know what I'm saying? Like some niggas just be too hot. You know what I'm saying? So I always had that little gentleman side. And I basically packaged all of the game I soaked up from, you know, sitting, talking to my grandfather and my, my uncles and shit, and my dad and shit, and I packaged that game into something that I felt like young men 
uh, and particularly young black men in particularly could soak up and be that God that they need. You know what I'm saying? So I got a chapter called, because uh, it's a lot of goofy shit going on in mainstream music. Like I look at it like this, man, me and you from the 80s. We was born in the 80s and shit, right? So in the 90s, that was our playground. We was in high school and middle school. And if you didn't have a dad or a cool uncle or some shit, you're going to take up the, the energies you get from the music you listen to, right? Yeah, so being too short and eight ball. We had, right. You feel me? So we had the <laughs> alpha male. We had the alpha male bravado. Um, you feel me? Like if you didn't have no dad, you could have listened to uh Pim, you could listen to Pimp C or E40 or Nas and you feel me or Master P. And these was niggas not that much older than you who could have like, damn, I want to kind of emulate that. And these was real men. You, you know Jay-Z what I'm saying? was doing that. I think Jay-Z was doing that too. And my thing is with, with when it comes to hip hop, like I like shit where niggas are giving me game. I don't really give a fuck about, I had a period of my life in college where I went through the whole backpack nigga period and I was just listening to niggas like that was on that metaphysical and all that shit. I had that little period in college, but I still was fucking with street nigga shit. I still was listening to Gucci. I still was listening to Yo Gotti, you feel me? But I felt like in, in, in when I was young, if I would not have had my dad or uh, my uncles or my grandfather, I could, if I would have been listening to the artists I was listening to, Scarface and E-40 and Too Short, I still would have been gamed up. Not as gamed up, but I still would have had that indirect game coming in. And I feel like in, in mainstream hip hop in the last 15 years in particularly, it's been a whole lot of simping. It's been a whole lot of goofy shit going on. You know what I'm saying? And it went from being an alpha male and bossed up to simping and tricking and 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 being effeminate and you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really what it went to. And I'm not going to name no names of no rappers because some of y'all favorite rappers, they be out here acting real feminine. You know what I'm saying? And it's taught a whole generation of niggas who are like in their 20s right now that they might not have a dad, a solid nigga, like a solid dad, not just some goofy nigga that's there. They game goofy. You know what I'm saying? So the game switched to 180 since we was younger. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. I put a book together, man, because I hear all type of shit, man. I got a chapter called Thou Shall Not Dirty Mac, because niggas be dirty, Mac. You know what I'm saying? I got all type of But it's just something I put together. I feel like the last time there was a book of this type of detail was when Tariq Nasheed was putting out books on game. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like I needed to fill that void, because I had talked about it for a long time, G. Like, I used to always be like, damn, niggas is... They not gamed up. This generation ain't as gamed up as we was and had a lot of different factors, you know? I look back on it, Joe Biden, crime bill, 1994. So a lot of niggas that might've been born in 97, 2000, your dad might've went to jail for selling some trees for 20 years. So you didn't have that father figure in the crib like you was supposed to, you know? So, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to be nobody dad or nothing. I'm just, if anything, I'm the cool uncle or the cool older brother. You know what I'm saying? Just here to give you some game. Because a lot of the shit I talk about in the book could save your fucking life. And that's no cap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would say, what do you think about, uh, like, speaking of hip-hop, I don't know if you've been keeping up with, like, a lot of the, uh, 
the rappers, they always get caught up on the phone. Maybe, you know, somebody be recording it. I know I, I was listening to the Bow Wow, his shit got released. Joe mm-hmm. Budden shit got released. Yeah. So I was like, man, it seemed like the girls, I think Joe Budden did his pretty smart, but they be trying to set you up with that shit now. That was something we didn't yeah. have to deal with growing nah. up. And I, I, man, I, the thing is, it's like the game is totally different, man, compared to, you know, when we was in our 20s, because like we kind of got, we, our generation, we have analog. You know what I'm saying? We remember a time when we had to remember phone numbers. We remember a time before the internet. We remember before, you know what I'm saying, America Online and Black Planet and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So the game now is, it's like, especially if you are, if you, and this is for any nigga listening that's, like you getting paper and you in the public light, like you an actor or you a uh, industry nigga, you a rapper, or you an athlete, trust me, my nigga. If you didn't get that shit before you got that paper, she might be, she might not really be down for you. You know what I'm saying? She might just be in there just for the paper. You feel me? And it's a whole generation after Corinne, step, uh, Corinne what was her name? Um, Superhead yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. Nigga, it's been, all she, these motherfuckers. Man, they help nobody dropping all them goddamn books. <laughs> man, Superhead like, came out. <laughs> Superhead came out and she she kicked in the door and she changed the whole. It was like a paradigm shift, oh, man. You can like sign off this shit now. Yeah, like you can like, and it's a lot of gang goofy women as well who ain't looking to come in and build some shit with a nigga. They looking to just take. You feel me? So they'll say, nigga, like, if any of you pro athlete niggas, you young niggas, you might not have had somebody give you no game. And most of these bras, they, you know, not all of them, but a lot of them, they might just want to get you for that check, bro. So they might extort your ass, you know? A lot of you niggas need to get NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, before you even pull, do what you're going to do with somebody. Mm-hmm. Man, hold on. You need to sign this shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, yeah. y'all, a lot of y'all... High level, and I know it's some high level niggas that listen to this shit. You feel me? So all you young athlete niggas, especially young rap niggas, you got a bag, you online. Man, a lot of these girls, they looking for a come up, nigga. They will fucking come up off your damn floor, nigga. They will take a screenshot your shit, sell that shit to TMZ, and they coming up. So you got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. You got to know how to discern when somebody's really down for you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that's and that, that could go for just a nigga that work at UPS, a foot locker, or whatever, my nigga. Like yeah, you gotta sure. know when somebody really down for you. That's yeah, important. But, Talk about that in the book. Yeah, I was gonna say I think one thing is with uh with dudes too, man, just because you make money don't mean you got the game, like you gotta be humble sometimes because they be thinking yeah. like, oh, I'm making all this money, you can't tell mm-hmm. me shit, but then when that bitch took you all your money and you by yourself, you're gonna be sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you gotta. And that's that's real that's reality that's real truth man like you know you can't the thing is what money does is it makes you all amplifies who you were before so if you was a goofy motherfucker before you got that paper you gonna be super goofy motherfucker when you get the paper if you was a nigga that was super gamed up before you got that serious bag you're gonna be even more gamed up but don't rest on your laurels man like don't do that you know what I'm saying because you gotta like, as black men, especially in America, we have to have a sixth sense for the bullshit. Period. So, you know, whether you a blue collar nigga or whether you a nigga like really getting to the bag corporately, especially the corporate niggas, niggas like really getting them six and, and you know six figures on a regular and you know seven figures on a regular. Y'all niggas definitely 
got to keep your head on a swivel because there's so many ways you can fall off. You know what I'm saying? So, um, nah, you're right, bro. I definitely agree with you on that shit. Man, um, I don't know if you kept up with the, that Megan Stallion, Tory Lane situation, but that situation then I thought what made it worse was Drea. She was saying some shit like, oh, he must really loved her if he shot her and shit like that. So I thought her right. ass would then make no sense. Yeah, she was like, oh, I would love a man to shoot me. He must really love oh. me. She, was saying that. she said that shit on radio. So then Rihanna um, wow. like, dropped it from her clothing line for saying that dumb ass shit. Cause that was like, yeah. So I'm saying you got all these them, them and them the girls people look up to saying dumb shit like that. I know, I know, and it's and it's like you got you got a bunch of and I don't blame I don't blame the young cats, man. If you you know, like I said, you was born in the '90s, the 2000s, and you look up to um, you know whoever pull up uh, you know in the media, and but the motherfucker goofy. And you want your parents or the people raising you was goofy. And a lot of y'all ain't got raised by nobody. You might just had your grandma, so your generation gap is too big. So you're not gonna listen to her. You know, you get you might be getting led astray. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole generation. It's always been game goofy shit. Every you know since the beginning of time. But I feel like you know the reason why I wrote the book was because, and I feel like the reason why the episodes, the G Code, did so well was because it's not common sense to be gamed up in this motherfucker, man. It's really not, you know? Things that came to me second nature ain't gonna come second nature to the average person. You know what I'm saying? So I made sure that I packaged the shit up and I put it in the book, you know, so cats can really soak up some game. But yes, yeah, it's... it's it's been a lot of weirdo shit going on, man, the last couple of years, man. So I was just like, man, let me put this out and, uh, you know, give Cass some instructions and shit. Like I said, the last book I read that was ganged up like this was 20 years ago. And that was 20 years different. You know what I'm saying? Tariq Nashi, you know, he put out The Art of Market. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Player Be Played and, you know, all of that shit. And a lot of shit he was writing in that book, I had already known because... You know, I was getting game from my uncle and my dad and shit, but it's just good to, you know, even if you are gamed up, it's just good to refresh it. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. I'm saying, so what is like the most, you were saying game goofy, what are the, like the shit you've been seeing this year that's kind of like stand out the most? Um, Man, personally, the most game goofy shit that I've seen, you said this year? Yeah. Since 2020 um, crazy. <laughs> it's been, you know, this whole year, and it's only September. It's yeah. damn near, it's feel like it's feel like this motherfucker been 18 months, bro. Like yeah, it's it's, it's so much crazy. shit that happened just in January. Yeah. You're like, damn, I feel like that was two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Um most game goofy shit. It honestly to me, it was just it was just some 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 personal shit. I'm not gonna air it out. Uh, it was a friend of mine went through something and um, it was uh, grown ass men uh, fucking dirty macking, like a grown ass man dirty macking uh, my boy to get to somebody, you know what I mean? So dirty macking would be you talking shit about another man to try to get favor within a woman. And a lot of niggas do that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
I think so, I have a problem with that too. Cause I'm saying it's like my homie, but it's like ever since I knew him, he always kind of been like that. So it's kind of like he ain't your friend, man, bro. Huh? <laughs> nah, for real. Like I look at it like this, bro. Like if I've and I've had jealous friends in the past, bro. Like once you see that twinge of hate, and if it's not directed at you, it's directed at somebody else. They doing it to you too when you're not around. You know what I'm saying? So when I see that shit, like, I'm good. Like, I can't fuck with you. Like, and I've had friends in my past, in my 20s, because in my 20s, you know, all I cared about was fucking rap and shopping and going partying. So, you know, I was more open to hanging out with more people. But as I discern myself a lot more in my 30s, man, look, you show me one sense of hatred, it ain't got to be towards me. I can't fuck with you. You feel me? So if your homie is dirty macking, not you, but niggas around you, or oh that nigga, whoa, 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 he doing it to you too. Oh yeah, trust me, he is. And you can't have that around you, bro. That's that's toxic energy. You got a family and a beautiful kid and shit, and this nigga probably over there salty. You know what I mean? You got a podcast. You feel me? You got the cool businesses on the like niggas hate that shit. And just think about it. Even if you wasn't directly hating on you, he damn sure was, eventually was. So the more you start to succeed, it's gonna come out directly. So I, I have, I had, a, I had one. Honestly, keep it real. One of my best friends in my twenties, man. Until I started to discern myself and really like look at the, like pay more attention to the energy. Cause that's something I didn't do in my twenties. Like I used to be like, hey, who wants to go get fucked up? And then I would just, we would just go to the bar and just, you know, but. I don't be out like that no more. I'm 36, man, in the fucking week and shit, man. Like, I don't have time for none of that. And I don't have time for bad energy. So I started really paying attention to niggas' energies. And it's like, if you're not trying to build me up, like I build you up, I'm not talking about gas me. Don't fucking gas me. I do stupid shit, call me on it. But if I can, <laughs> if, if you ain't trying to be an asset to me like I am to you, I don't want to fucking, I don't want you around me. I don't have time for liability. And a hating ass nigga is a liability, big time. You know what I'm saying? I would say, uh, I don't know if you have this in your book, but uh, I feel like your homie's girl is off limits. Even if they ain't together no more, the, the girl is bro. off limits. Like, bro. I feel like anytime I see a dude do some shit like that, I, don't, I ain't cool with him. And that's what I was saying. Like, my one of my homies dealt with that shit. Like, uh, the nigga he thought was the homie, my man moved out of state, and the nigga homie, he fucking created a whole relationship with his with his ex broad. So basically his ex broad was looking for the nigga downfall. She wasn't really down with him from jump and neither was that nigga. And this is a nigga he had known 10 plus years, 15 years. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta discern that, man. Like when you first meet somebody, they show you who the fuck they are. You just gotta pay attention to that energy. It might not be, that negative shit might not be directed at you, directly like when they talking about they hating on somebody but trust me a lot of times people are like oh they ain't they don't do that to me eventually they will yeah they got bad energy it's gonna happen to you too you know what i'm saying so nah I, it's it's too many it's way too many women out here for niggas to be coming from a scarcity mindset and i feel like a lot of people come from a scarcity mindset a lot of niggas do you know what i mean but if a nigga will talk to your girl he wasn't your, your partner in the first place. He was looking for your downfall, period. 
you know? So I talk about that in the book. <laughs> when the book dropping? September 22nd, man, that's my birthday. So I'm gonna be 36 on that day. This is, uh, you know, I mean, I talked about the phone flipping book. That's a business ebook, but this is the book book, the, the one I really put a lot of emphasis into it. Uh, September 22nd, Tuesday, you can cop it on Kindle. Uh, if you don't have a Kindle, you can get the Kindle app. Um, you can also get it on Gumroad. So you will go to Gumroad. I'll tell you the easiest way to get it, man. Go to my Twitter, at Kevin A. Tip-Hop, or my Instagram, at Kev. I mean, Twitter's at Kev A. Tip-Hop. Instagram's at Kevin A. Tip-Hop. Click on my link tree in my bio, in the bio of that link, and it's going to give you the three different ways you can buy. You can buy audiobook. That's going to be on my band camp. Kindle. If you don't have Kindle, you can download the Kindle app on your phone. Or you can buy through PDF, regular PDF format uh, on my gum roll. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate anybody that cop it. Uh, make sure you tag me when you get it, even if you pre-order it, um, at Kevin Aitzibop on IG. And I'll definitely reshare you back on the IG story. Yeah, I'm going to say I know like, a lot of times people will say, well, how long did it take you to write the book? But it seems like you've been doing this, working on this book your whole life. Yeah, so you got you know game is like yeah, it's, it's something um it's definitely something I've been I put together um I put a lot of emphasis into it man it's it's um like I said it's a lot of times where I I say certain shit um to somebody that might be younger than me and they'd be like damn bro I didn't even know that and it's like to me it's common sense so after a while it's just like damn gee like this is common sense to me, but to the average person, it's not. And like I said, the G code stands for gentlemen. So gangster and gentlemen. So um, just trying to put you up on game. Like, you know, some of the chapters I got, I'm going to name a couple just so y'all know what you're getting into. Pull it up on my phone. Let's see. All right. So some of the chapters, right? We got... um. Can't knock the hustle, right? That's a chapter. Chivalry ain't dead. Thou shalt not dirty, Mac. Fear is my worst enemy. Integrity is key. Uh, every, every rookie sucks. You know what I'm saying? Those are just some of the names of the chapters. So it's not just me talking about dating and shit. It's just talking about being a better man, period. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's why I wrote it, man. Like you said, it's definitely been something in the making. And um, I created my own book publishing imprint, Renaissance, Renaissance Noir Publishing. So I'm be putting out a lot of books, a lot of books. So if anybody has a book that they might want to get published, I'll let me on IG, man, straight up. All right, man. I'll tell you, thanks for coming through politicking with me. Definitely, bro. You gonna be on a book? You gonna be on a book club meeting on uh, Sunday? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, nine o'clock. We're going to go an hour early because of football. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, huh? Football back. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is Poe from PoePolitikin.com. I'm, I'm into wholesale real estate. I did an online course, and I thought it was pretty cool, so I want to share it with y'all. The name of the course is called The Varsity Class, and it's an online course that will teach you the tools to become a real estate investor. 
This course will show you everything you need to know about wholesaling properties in real estate that can potentially earn you $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 or more. So you can make a lot of money in this wholesale real estate. This is a good course to get you uh, get your foot in the door. So you can change your life today. And the link is bit.ly backslash pole homes. So bit.ly backslash pole homes with an S. So thank you. Check it out. I'll holla. The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.